Hey everybody, Chris here. We got another exciting episode today. Today's episode is another field-recorded one. This one done way back in April at the Undertow Comedy Festival uh, out in Lincoln City, brought to you by Tori Ward and Amanda Arnold. We had so much fun at this festival. It was pretty wild. It was really, it was a great crowd. The Lincoln City community is amazing, and Tori and Amanda put on a phenomenal festival. So hopefully, we get to do it again sometime, and uh, hopefully, you. Enjoy this amazing episode of Baywatch, written by Sam Miller. Thank you. You're listening to SpecScript. Today's episode, Baywatch, by Sam Miller, recorded at the Undertow Comedy Festival, baby! Alrighty, righty, that concludes the Primo Pre-Show. Who's ready to start Specscript? <laughs> alright, alright. Okay, well we are stalling as we set up our recording, so while I say uh, stall time, let's give it up for the people making running this venue right now. We got Chad, give it up for Chad. We got Emma, give it up for Emma. We got Pam, give it up for Pam. They're all great. They're all amazing. The, the people working on Undertow are just are stars among stars, angels among angels, but maybe a little devilish too. Who knows? Uh, so we're about to start this damn uh, script. Let's bring up our entire cast. Come off on the stage. Grab yourself a seat. Give them a big round of applause. They're going to get nice up on this stage. And then they're going to introduce themselves again uh, so that listening to the podcast at home, yeah, get to uh, understand who they're hearing because, hey, you guys, you got that special treat of the pre-show. The uh, people at home, they don't get it. So, uh, yeah, we, you got the VIP treatment. That's pretty good, right? You know? Uh, so, uh, Shane, we good? Uh, yeah. Uh, give it up for Shane. He just set up our recording pretty excellently. Uh, All right, performers. Okay. So, it's recording now, so... Who's ready to start Specscript? You're good, you're good. Keep loud and obnoxious the entire time because it makes the podcast sound amazing. Although you already are amazing. You're a great crowd. I mean that sincerely. Give it up for yourselves. I'm so excited. Undertow Comedy Festival. Once again, give it up for Tori Ward and Amanda Arnold for bringing an amazing... They brought so much talent. Hope you see all the I hope you see all the shows that are happening simultaneously. Split yourselves into two and see all the comedy here. It's amazing. Uh, hi, I am one of your hosts and producers of the show, Chris Hotomy. Uh, that's my name. You can clap for me or you don't have to. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Shane, you got a mic? Nope. All right, uh, grab Jeremiah's. Uh, give it up for Shane Hosey. Co-producer. The show with somebody who's never seen an episode of a TV show, uh, writes an episode of that show. Today, uh, we have the amazing, talented Sam Miller. Give it up for him. Uh, so, Sam, uh, you're not in this episode because you want to see how this magic works. Uh, you've yeah. never seen Baywatch before, right? Lives. Oh, this is going to be a little awkward. Uh-oh. So like, I grew up in Scanway, Washington, there's not, we had three channels and one of them played Baywatch sometimes, and I'd watch it for like maybe two or three minutes at a time. Why only two or three minutes at a time, Sam? Because that's how long it took. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Miller, everyone, give it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> 
All right, all right. Uh, yeah, so now for the audience at home, we're going to meet all of our performers. They're going to tell you their name, the character they're playing, and something they love about the beach. Uh, so hi, I'm Chris Hottamy. I'm going to be playing the character of Garner, and my favorite thing about the beach is uh, sandcastles. They're fun. Hi, my name is Wendy Weiss. I will be playing Steph, and my favorite thing about the beach is uh, little tiny pieces of crabs that you find everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Ronald Lynch. Uh, I'm playing uh, Mitch, of course. And uh, my favorite thing about the beach is that the air is pretty good. <laughs> uh, hi, Narika Watts. Um, I am playing Guy. And uh, and uh, my favorite part about the beach is um, how impossibly happy dogs are. It's like what the fuck? That's great. Anyway, so uh, yes. That's it. Yeah, wait. Oh, I always you go around the table. Oh, you have to go around the table. Good luck. I'll take care of this. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, I'm Paige Wesley. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be reading CJ this evening, and uh, I actually don't really like the beach. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. My favorite thing at the beach though is watching seagulls attack people. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm Jeremiah Coughlin, and I will be Summer. And yes, clearly you couldn't tell. Uh, and my favorite part about the beach, I guess, is. Uh, just the opportunity to wear that all that sunblock, you know? <laughs> Just take it on, you know? Moisturize. Exactly. SPF 45 all the way. My name is Dash, and I'll be playing CIA. <laughs> Just an entire body of government. <laughs> um, one man. And my favorite thing about the beach is uh, usually when I drive away. That's. Uh, uh, nah, I'm just touching. Uh, I'm Shane Hosey. I'm standing behind a lamp for most people. And uh, my, my, my microphone is my favorite part of the beach. I'll be playing the narrator, and uh, my I, I prefer the coast. All right, well, that's our uh, cast respect script. Who's ready to start this show? Today's episode, Baywatch, written by Sam Miller, titled Some Sunken Assets. Ooh. I was looking down. We don't get up. We don't get up. No, we, we sit down. The sun is always out. The bay is always warm. That is what the public thinks when they think about the California Bay they enjoy. This is the beach that the Beach Boys were singing about. The beach that all the goths hate. And on this unfortunate day, this is the beach where people will die. <laughs> there are lifeguards that will be pushed to the edge. We start on this beach, and in an iconic white lifeguard stand, Mitch, the valiant and prideful, is talking with CJ, the bountiful blonde, who is a manifestation of plastic surgery and new age dollar store philosophy. <laughs> Do you know that the human body is like 70% water? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that when I was in school. Also, like 70% of the earth is covered in water. 
Yeah, I heard that in school too. So 70% plus 70% is 140%, and 140% is how much I love this fucking bag. <laughs> it's a living. Baywatch. Baywatch intro plays. End scene. Scene one. Narrator. So that's me. Here we're introduced to Steph. She's super edgy and upset. She does not like CJ for lots of reasons, but lately because CJ will not stop talking about Bitcoin and vibes. Life's a bitch. I think you mean beach. Our life is a beach, and beaches are the best parts of land in all of the um, uh, lands. <laughs> for you, it's a beach. For me, it's a bitch. Ugh, I'm so tired of being a sand guardian. Ooh, I like that. Sand guardian. I'm CJ. I'm a sand guardian. And I guard the sand and everything on the sand and things that are in the water but close to the sand and things that are moderately buried in the sand. By the way, did you know that the sand is just little pieces of clear rock? Clear rock, like crystals are clear rock. We're guarding clear crystals that you can lay down on and you can make castles out of them. Crystals, Stephanie. Fucking crystals. Holy shit. <laughs> CJ, this is why nobody takes lifeguards seriously. This is why we're not considered to be heroic. This is why people don't treat us like cops. Of course. Or firefighters. <laughs> of course we're not treated like firefighters. Beaches can't catch fire because they're rocks and you would really want to be a cop anyway? Ugh, look at Garner. Here we are introduced to Garner. He's a bad cop. Not like a bad cop sometimes, but always a bad cop. Hey, how's everything going? Who's that guy you were talking to? Uh, that's my informant, uh, Greg? <laughs> what was he informing you of? Like, uh, some really bad stuff, man. Really bad, like terrorism. Terrorism <laughs> on the beach? Yeah, this is like a soft target because beaches are all soft. <laughs> Anyways, how are you two? Well, just another day not being recognized for my service. I'm having an awesome day. Look at how the ocean is kind of the same color as the sky, and the sand is the same color as my feet, and I have a job where I don't have to wear shoes, and I can see my feet while I work. <laughs> That's really something there, sport. Mitch and Summer run up the beach, obviously distressed. Now we meet Summer. Nobody knows much about her other than she has a very traumatic upbringing. Look alive, team. We have a major situation here. Oh my god! What's going on? People are dying on the beach. Just look! When the lifeguards look down the beach, they see people randomly dropping from the crowds. They're falling like dominoes. But they're men. They're like meninos. See, Jay? <laughs> Head east with Stephanie. Save everyone you can. Use your most advanced CPR techniques. CJ and Steph run east. Summer, Garner, come with me. Here's one we can save. He's still breathing. Oh God, he's really messed up. I got this. I'm gonna use the most advanced CPR technique available. CPR R. <laughs> That's one more R. Mitch gets down and starts giving CPR R to the man. I don't think it's working. There's too much foam coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle this today. It's, it's still not working. This reminds me of something in my past. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever have to use it, but it's time for CPR-R-R. 
bitch takes a huge breath in and then dives into the man's mouth and breathes an enormous breath into his mouth. Shit, he's dead. I don't know any other CPRs. This is just not right. How can all these people be dying? I hate death. I'm very traumatized. Garner, you've got to figure something out. Garner examines the beach and sees thin footprints around the dead bodies. There's thin footprints all around these bodies. Yeah, no shit. It's a beach. There's scuba divers all over the place. Yeah, but we're way up the beach, and there's no thin footprints around all these alive people. They're just dead people with thin footprints around them. This ain't my first trip to the rodeo. This is definitely a clue. Steph and CJ come back. There's just dead people up and down the beach. They're all very, very dead. I did CPR to one of them and it was really gross. Uh, <laughs> it was like kissing a dead guy. I was going to give CPR to some of them, but then I saw Steph kissing dead guys and I was like, that's so gross. I want their spirits to travel to the afterlife unmolested. Okay, Garner and Summer. Garner and Summer, go follow those footprints and see where they leave. And scene. Scene two. Garner and Summer are walking along the beach following the flipper prints and see a person rolling on the beach in great fit pain, foaming at the mouth. Oh god, look at that guy! Yikes. Yikes, he's all fucked up. Fuck, someone help! to the other dead guys. They kneel down beside the man who has now stopped rolling and is coughing in great agony. What happened to you? Oh, this is probably the worst cocaine ever. Probably. Where do you get this cocaine? Uh, I bought it from a scuba diver. Uh, okay, looking back on the si decision, it seemed like buying cocaine from a scuba diver, I don't know, would, again, from the outside, seem like a bad idea. Yeah, that's hella sketchy. Why? I, I really like cocaine. <laughs> Look, it, no, 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 no. It really gets me hot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have oh, seven more inches. <laughs> Do you have any idea who this scuba diver might have been? Yeah, we really need to find this guy before he hurts someone else. Like me. Uh, I got no idea. I'm really having a hard time focusing right now because I can't get over how fucking bad this cocaine is. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not even high. It looks like you're having a... Extra bad day. <laughs> no shit, I'm dying. And I'm basically sober. 
It's like I'm sort of high from the, oh my god, I'm gonna die adrenaline, but like, yeah, but not a bit from the cocaine. And Oh god, here it comes. I see a light. Oh yeah, it's definitely a light. Goodbye, world. No! Wait. This poor soul looks once more at the bright sun of the world he's leaving before he succumbs to the black night of oblivion. He's gone. We gotta find this scuba die. Nobody is allowed to sell bad cocaine on this beach. Wait, so it's okay to sell good cocaine on the beach? Sure. But daddy's gotta get a taste. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somehow the overdosing man has taken a labored breath and flexed alive again. Wait! He's alive! He's gone, Stephanie. You need to learn to let go. It's just really hard for me because of all the... trauma. <laughs> No, no, I'm alive. Uh, like, I'm gonna die, but like, I need to tell you something. What is it? Now is your chance. I don't know much time, but I really need you to understand one thing. Yes, we're here for you. Tell us. Spit it out, man. He's making his peace with God. I really want to just drive home how bad this cocaine is. <laughs> I'm starting to think that this wasn't cocaine. Yes, it was. Yes, it was cocaine. <laughs> it was just really bad cocaine. It's bad. It has to be something else. You're all fucked up, man. It was cocaine. Why would a scuba diver lie to me? <laughs> yeah, why would a scuba diving drug dealer lie? Scuba diver drug drivers are... Scuba divers are known for their honesty. <laughs> Shut up. He's a woman, right? <laughs> Duh. I, I really think it's important to tell folks that they shouldn't do this scuba, scuba guy's cocaine. Like if I went on Yelp, my review would be something like half a star. Actually, maybe no stars. I'd be like, there was... An exciting new drug dealer in town with an interesting scuba gimmick. My hope, high hopes were instantly dashed when the cocaine turned out to be really, really, really bad. And now I'm dying. Oh well, there's grandma. She's wearing my favorite shirt. It says, long hair, don't care. That's so funny. Classic grandma. Goodbye world! The overdosing man flexes again and then collapses even more dramatically. Just then, Steph and Mitch enter. You're not gonna believe this. This is gonna change everything. What? If this was a story that someone was writing and not 100% actual real life, this would be a huge plot twist. <laughs> Tell us what it is. My trauma hates suspense. We get a sample of the cocaine that the scuba guy was selling to a scientist. And it wasn't cocaine, it was My advanced CPR didn't work. <laughs> of course. It doesn't work on anthrax. Anthrax. Uh, this is very traumatizing. Anthrax? 
<laughs> the dead guy comes alive and starts speaking very lightly. I can't believe this. How are you still alive? Man, this guy's a trooper. On my way to the light, I overheard what you were saying. One and one word in particular, the anthrax. Yeah, you thought you were gonna get high, huh? Yeah, this poor man, he just wanted to party. Yeah, I bet that anthrax really Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, I did just want to party. That's it. That is it. <laughs> yeah, I bet that anthrax really put a dent in your party plans. You're not really a party at all. I just want to say one thing. Okay, can. Okay, man, but hurry it up. <laughs> yeah, if this was a screenplay and not 100% real life, this whole dead, not dead thing was seen like a plot point designed to extend the length of the scene to meet some sort of length requirement. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's not it at all. Just let me tell you what I need to say. I never really understood that that show Lost. I just... <laughs> Like my wife was into it, and I sort of watched the end of season two. Just, I still really get it. I love that show, except when people got hurt. Like I'm not trying to do that cool guy thing where people hate popular things just because they're popular. I just, I just actually, it was just actually an okay show. That's where I'm at, you know. I thought it was okay too. Yeah, but everyone just went nuts for it, you know. Yeah. Is that it? No, no, I'm dying. I just, I just have a lot of regrets, and I want to tell you about them so you can learn from my mistakes. Oh, a mistake? Like snorting fucking anthrax because you thought it was cocaine? No, no, I made other mistakes, too. Spit it out, man! Uh, I wish I could have been closer to my mom before she passed away. Me, too. I wish I could have stayed in college, like, and have been happy doing this HVAC stuff, but then I really wish I could have just finished my degree. He's right. HVAC is hard work. Plus, it pays decent, but it wears on you. Exactly. I, yeah, also, I wish I, I, I would have tried more new foods. Like, I tried sushi, but only California rolls. Like, what's that, you know? <laughs> only California rolls? I know! I just, I, it's barely sushi at all. I mean, Jesus, it's called a fucking California roll. The one thing I don't regret, though, is not watching Lost. I, I feel good there. Yeah, I can take it or leave it. Also, I don't regret doing cocaine. It's usually pretty rad. It never got out of, out of hand ever once. I... However, I do regret doing anthrax because I'm dying. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, don't go. An ambulance is on the way. Garner, did you call an ambulance? Uh, no. I took one look at him and diagnosed him as fucked. I hope you find peace, brave cokehead. Yikes! <laughs> at this point, the man dies for good. I'm gonna kill that scuba diving, fake coat selling, beach parasite. We should try some de-escalation techniques. <laughs> yeah, after he's dead. End scene. Scene three. CJ and Mitch are on the lifeguard stand trying to come to terms with the beach problems there and are desperately hoping that it's not a reflection of the new, their new beach life. You know, I'm having a really hard time being a lifeguard right now. I mean, how am I supposed to guard lives when all these lives just ended while I was literally guarding them? 
I've been getting weird vibes all day today. I'm really tuned into the universe and see these are some of the worst vibes I've ever seen. <laughs> How can you be worried about vibes when 30 people just died from anthrax? That's what I'm talking about. People give off bad vibes. When they snore anthrax, their auras change colors and everything. <laughs> just then, a man in a suit and dark glasses walks down the beach and looks completely out of place. Hi, we got the call about the drug overdoses? Uh, who are you? Who, who called you? We've kept all this pretty hush-hush. I'm Ray, maybe? But I'm definitely with the CIA. And my name might be Ray, or it's something else. Pretty spooky, huh? CIA, it's crazy, right? What are you doing here? With all due respect, I think the local police got this. Like I said, we got a call. Nobody called you, though. Yeah, nobody called us, but we did get a call. One of the cool parts of being in the CIA is that nobody has to mean to call us. We get calls all the time. We pull them out of thin air. That's messed up. It seems really wrong to listen to people talking about things without them knowing. Yeah, but also, if they knew me, the real me, they wouldn't mind. Uh, I think they would mind you listening, Ray. I mean, you, you look like a real creep. Ray doesn't listen to phone calls. Justin and Dave listen to phone calls. Uh... You see, I'm more than a good guy. I'm like good guys, like eight good guys. Uh, eight regular guys, three bad guys, and then one faceless assassin. All of them in me! <laughs> How do we know we can trust you? Just believe everything I say. Trust me. You can trust Ray. Ray is an upstanding CIA spy. His friends call him CIA Ray. Anyway, what's up with this cocaine? Well, C.I. Ray, that's the thing. We, we thought it was cocaine, but it killed everyone who did it. So it was really bad cocaine? Actually, we found out what it was. It was anthrax. Anthrax. Anthrax? Who cuts their cocaine with anthrax? Scuba divers. Where did a scuba diver get anthrax? You're the CIA, shouldn't you figure that out? I think I already have. Scene scene. Scene four. Stephanie and Garner have followed the footprints to an abandoned boathouse on the spooky side of the beach where all the fishermen are. Hey, if you're in there, come out with your hands up. Yeah, we want this to end peacefully. I actually don't care. I just, I just want to watch the game. Then you ready to go? I'm always ready to... Go in. At this point, Garner unholsters his gun, stares at it, rubs the top of it, and kisses it centrally. He then makes hand signals indicating that it's time to go in, smashes through the door, and runs in at a full sprint. There he is! Got him! Wait, he's unarmed. Stop resisting! Garner immediately unloads a full clip, reloads, and does it again. Blah, 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 blah. Stop, police! You're supposed to say that before you shoot. Don't lecture me on when to shoot someone. I learned my rights at the academy. Check him for clues. Steph searches the scuba diver, checking pockets, and eventually pulls out a piece of paper. Oh, look, a map. What's on it? Well, it's definitely the babe I watched. 
And there's some mustard bullet holes and there's an X. What's it say by the X? Cartelbo. Cartelbo. Cartelbo? That's it! I still don't get it. It all makes sense. What? The drug dealing scuba criminal saw a cartel boat sink and thought he could make a quick buck by diving down to get them drugs. But it wasn't drugs, Garner. It sure the fuck wasn't. It was anthrax! <laughs> Why would the cartel have anthrax on a boat in our bay? They had to be working for someone. But who? Other than oppressing poor people, moments like this are why police exist. NC. C5. CJ and the CIA guy are talking at the lifeguard stand. How did y'all figure out it was anthrax? We sent it to a lab. Shit, you should have called us. We have dogs trained to identify anthrax. I didn't know dogs could do that. Yeah, they have a 100% success rate. How do you know they found it? It's simple. You get the substance that might be anthrax and you put it in front of their nose, they sniff it, and if they die, it's anthrax. That's terrible. They're heroes. No, they're not. They're just confused dogs. They don't know what they're doing. The dogs love it. They're patriots. <laughs> Mitch walks back into the conversation. Hey, Ray, I just got a call from Garner. He said that the anthrax was from a cartel boat that sank off the coast. You don't know anything about that, do you? Nope. That's super weird. Anyway, gotta go. Hey, Ray, wait. What do you know about this anthrax? Ray, goddammit, people die! CIA Ray continues running. <laughs> I forgot Damn it, Ray. Who's Ray? <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't handle this shit anymore. You're telling me my chakras are all out of alignment. This speech is out of alignment. This job is out of alignment. This bay is out of alignment. And I'm sick of watching it. Mitch, what are you saying? Are you tired of watching the bay? I'm tired of watching this bay fall apart. And I'm going to do something about it. Hell yeah! And scene. Scene six. CIA Ray sits alone at the end of a bar, drinking a stiff spy drink, and he walks Garner nervously and sits next to CIA Ray. You've done good, Garner. You've more than met our demands. You're sure to make a great CIA agent. I did everything you asked. And I gotta say, I feel horrible. I'm a real piece of shit, but I feel horrible. Sir, you are a patriot! Would a patriot kill 30 random people on a beach? What does that have to do with helping America? We can't just throw anthrax out there, you know? Wait, you had me switch out the cocaine with anthrax because you wanted to test the anthrax? Yeah, we wanted to see if it would work when snorted on a beach. Uh, what can I get you? Please, bartender, I'll have what he's having. How would you like to try the special? Wait a minute, I think I know. 
Justice! <laughs> At this point, the bartender rips off his mask and it reveals that it's Mitch. Holy shit! I can't believe you did this. Uh, sorry? <laughs> That's why you shot that scuba diver. Garner tries to run out of the bar, but is tripped by an old lady with giant breasts and then takes off her mask. I don't think so, Garner! <laughs> That's it! No more raid! Now you'll have to deal with the faceless assassin known as the Viper! CIA Ray is now switched identities and is now the Viper. He attempts to pull out a gun, but his hand is hit by one of the flotation devices, knocking the gun out of his hand. Ouch! God damn it! Uh, uh, this bar is a gun-free zone? Mitch, Steph, and CJ surround Gardner, slowly inching towards them from a different sides of the bar. Who do you think you are interfering with? A covert government operation! Who do you think you are interfering with our fucking beach? <laughs> You're all lifeguards! What are you gonna do? We're gonna put you down. All of a sudden, CIA Ray puts on a gas mask and pulls out a white pulls a white ball out of his pocket and throws it on the ground. A huge cloud of white powder blows out. Oh shit, we're dead! No! Just oh, then Just then Summer stands up after crouching behind the bar. You're not dead. In fact, you've never been more alive. <laughs> oh my god, she's right. I feel amazing. That's because I switched race anthrax out with cocaine! Yeah! My energy is surging! I've never felt so full! So excited! So, so powerful! <laughs> How could this have happened? I represent the most powerful spy agency on the planet and I've been foiled by a bunch of two-bit lifeguards. Your life will never guard. Yours is a life not worth saving and you will never have the spirit of the beach. I hate this job, but at least I'm not randomly giving people anthrax. Those weren't random people. Those were drug addicts. But they were on our beach. Steph pushes CIA Ray off his stool. All of the lifeguards are beating down on him as he scoots back. All of a sudden, Mitch jumps on top of him. Are you ready for some RPC? What's RPC? It's reverse CPR. <laughs> Mitch locks lips with CIA Ray and literally sucks the life out of him. Holy shit! <laughs> Uh, usually stuff like this really bothers me, because of all the trauma, <laughs> but I'm super okay with this. Mitch stands up, leaving behind CIA Ray, who now looks like an empty plastic bag. <laughs> I'm just so glad this is over. Amen. I love you guys! All of the lifeguards stand in a circle and put their hands in. Lifeguards for, uh... Lifeguards for life. Wait, Garner, you're not a lifeguard. Oh, yeah, I'm a cop. <laughs> oh, oh, Garner. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Everyone, that has been Texas. Duncan Assets, Baywatch, written by Sam Miller. Give it up for Emily John Casey.
Jazz. Watch all the amazing shows at uh, the amazing Underdog Comedy Festival. And stick around for the Hosey Hustle, because that's right after this, with uh, Shane hosting Caitlin Warehouser and Enrico Ott. All right, let's get these beautiful babies off the stage. Thank you for listening to SpecScript. Come to our next live episode at Kelly's Olympian, October 14th, for The Twilight Zone by Jaron George, Tiffany McGuire, and Robbie Pankow. Bye.